Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Happy Monday to everybody. Well, it might be Monday when we're recording, but it might not be Monday when you're listening. Either way, have a, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I am Maria Casillas and joined here by my fabulous co-host, Cody Sizemore. Cody, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be Isn't here. Isn't it fun how we welcome each other every single yeah. time? You know, I feel like it would be weird if we didn't say hi to each other. Even though that's we like, true. said hi before we started recording, but it's yeah, okay. it's all right. that, that, that's true. All right, so so we've got that checkbox done. We have welcomed each other, and now before we jump into our actual topic, I want to make sure that we check another very important box, and that is offering for each of you the opportunity to rate our show. Let us know what you think about it. We ask for a rating and or review. That would be fantastic. You guys, there's this crazy thing called an algorithm, and they they like to see who's listening, but they also like to see what those people think. So we're having fantastic download numbers, but we'd really love to hear and see what it is that you think about the show, and so would all of the people who are pushing it out. So that way they can get it out to more and more financial coaches, just like yourself, who are looking for this very show. Uh, we also encourage you to consider joining our Facebook group. It's a fantastic place where we get to talk about all of the things that New Money Habits is doing. We have a book club coming up. We have a working Wednesdays that we're doing. We have monthly meetups. It's a really great place for you to just connect with other like-minded coaches and just be able to get a little bit of accountability and that extra push every single week that you are looking for. So again, that is New Money Habits financial coaches community inside of Facebook. All right. So today we want to go ahead and talk about consistency, which is something that I personally struggle with. I work on it I feel like I'm working on it constantly. Uh, I'm consistently working on being consistent. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that is something that I'm, like I said, I'm always trying to work on to become better at. Uh, but I do think that it is something that I'm not alone in. And I, I would love to just talk about that a little bit today. Cody, you said that you would also like to talk about that. So now I know we're definitely not alone. Let's jump in for a second and tell us what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think that this topic is really, really important because it's something that we all struggle with. Uh, whether we are a consistent person or we feel like we're not a consistent person, at some point, we all struggle with being consistent all the time, right? Uh, it's just the natural ebbs and flows of things. You know, like there's going to be certain periods of time in your business that you feel really on fire and everything's clicking for you. And then there's going to be other times where you feel kind of, kind of lethargic, um, you know, kind of like you're dragging your feet. And in those moments, that's when it's the most important to still be consistent, but it's really hard to. So, you know, we kind of want to take a dive in and, and talk about like, what are some things that you can do to stay consistent in those slower or lower times? Um, but also what kind of mindsets you can have too. Cause I think that that's the biggest thing is like, you know, we, we could sit here and tell you all the things that you need to do and you'd be like, that's great. Right. But then are you actually going to go take action? 
right? Right. And and that's in taking action, you have to have a mindset behind it in order to actually take that step. So I think mm-hmm. that that's a really important part of this. I think another thing to think about too is just getting back to like our very first episode or second episode where we talked about why, why are we doing this in the first place? And I know for myself, sometimes when I'm not being consistent, it's because I've kind of lost track of what that true North is for myself. What is that reason that I want to do it in the first place? And if I can Mm -hmm. find that back, then I'm a little bit more motivated to go ahead and do that. Or I can muster up some of the motivation to move forward with what it is that I want to do. So uh, I just wanted to throw that out there because I think sometimes we we forget about that because we talk about like why, uh, but we don't really oftentimes realize that that's kind of like the central part for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you know, if, if you're listening today and you're like, what are they talking about? Uh, go back to episode number two, uh, Finding Your Why. Uh, it's a really good episode. It's very, very important. That's why it's the second episode. It's actually the first episode that we actually had a topic on. Uh, yeah. You know, the first episode that we did of this show was basically just a introduction, right? Uh, said, you know, the reason that was the first topic is because I feel that's very, very important. Uh, so definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't. Um, yeah, there's a reason it's central. Yep, exactly. Uh, but, you know, let's talk about the, the mindset side of things first. And then mm-hmm. I feel like we can go into practical things that we can do from there. Um, to me, and this this could be something that I've developed because of my whole 75 hard thing. I know that Maria likes to poke at me for that. Uh, oh, I'm just, just, I'm just ending this crazy. I'm currently no. on it again, by the way. Monday. <laughs> yes, you're fantastic. I. <laughs> yep. Uh, I. Uh, I just. I just find I do best with it. You know, like mm-hmm. it's. It's one of those things where I have to do it, no matter how I'm feeling, and and that's kind of where I'm going with this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've. I've learned over the last year, especially the last calendar year, um, that I. It's not an option for me. You know, like I have to, I have to show up for myself and it, it doesn't matter what sort of circumstances there are. doesn't matter uh, what's happening in my life. It's not an option. Like I want to be a man of integrity. And I spoke about that in our last episode too, you know, like, mm-hmm. but that was in, in relation to the client when right. they're canceling their, canceling their policy right. um, or not their policy, their, their coaching. <laughs> Got it. Um, let's see. I feel like I'm a life insurance agent. Um, anyways, so integrity, you know, like we have to be people of integrity for ourselves. And if we say that we're going to do something, then we need to show up and follow through with that. Mm-hmm. No matter how we feel, you know, like, you mm-hmm. know, even if we're like tired or we just don't feel like it, or, you know, we'd rather go watch, uh, the next series on Netflix or, you know, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. we know that, you know, we're kind of choosing that easy thing in the moment, but then it's going to be harder for us to get that momentum and that motivation later on, which then makes it harder for us to actually grow and scale our business later on. But if we yeah. choose to do the hard things first, then everything else falls into place and it's more easier, right? Yeah. I, I like to call that the no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, you've, you've kind of danced around that a little bit, like no matter how you feel and I'm going to do this, no matter, you know, uh, what the circumstances are, but we call those like, are no matter what, sometimes we talk about in terms of our goals. Um, but in this case, we could talk about it in terms of our, no matter what activities. Mm-hmm. So that you're going to do this no matter what. Now, one of the things I want to share with um, our listeners is that I don't poke at you, by the way, about your 75 hard. I think it's absolutely <laughs> incredible that you are doing that. Uh, I think that it is something that would be super scary and overwhelming for the majority of people. And that's why you're so incredible, because it sets you apart from the majority of people. Having said that, I don't want that thing to be what scares people away from being able to apply this concept. And so I want you guys as listeners to know that Cody has a set of activities, if you will, that he must do every single day and without stopping. And if he stops, then he has to go back and start over. Is that correct so far with what you're... Yeah. Okay. So I want you guys to hear this though. You don't have to do that list of all the things that he does in order to create your own no matter what list. And that's what I think is so important for people to hear is that your no matter list, excuse me, no matter what list will look different than my no matter what list, which absolutely looks different than Cody's no matter what list. Uh, but, But if you have one and you stick to it, you're going to be able to be consistent. Yeah. Sorry, Cody, go ahead. No, I mean, like you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, that no matter what mentality, uh, you know, it, it, and I said, hey, it's not an option, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's because, the you know, words that you used. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because you know, it's it's like, hey, like let's ask ourselves this question: if I if I were to continue doing what I'm doing now, which is staying, which is not being consistent, if I were mm-hmm. to continue that. What is my business and my impact through my business? What is that going to look like a year from now? Right. If I were to not be consistent, right? And I would venture to say that if you, the listener, are asking yourself that question, you probably wouldn't like the answer. Mm-hmm. But then we have to take it a step further. And we're like, okay, well, if you don't like that answer, what if you, what if nothing changed and we still were inconsistent with our goals and we're inconsistent with our actions, we're inconsistent with how we show up physically, mentally, all that kind of stuff. What if nothing changed? How would our business and our impact through our business look in five years or in 10 years? Mm-hmm. Will there even be a business? Right? So, so at that point you have to say like, that this is not an option. Like I have to work on this. I have to start being consistent. If I want to have this business, I have to start being consistent. If I want to make that impact, which is why I got into this in the first place. Right? So this is not an option for me. You know, I don't think it's an option for Maria. It definitely shouldn't be an option for you. It's, it's just like, Hey, like, we need to figure out like what hits, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why is this important to you? Um, and then following through and doing it mm-hmm. no matter how you feel. Uh, Cause I'll be honest, like I, I have a lot of days where I am exhausted <laughs> and, I, and I just want to break. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get it. I get those feelings and that voice of just like, you know, I, I just feel like I want to stop. I want to quit. I want to just take a break. You know, it's hard to cut off. Um, and I deal with it as well. Uh, but there's something in me that keeps me going. And, you know, you have to find that something for you too. Because there are days where I feel like really emotionally beaten and anxious and, you know, just filled with all of these reasons as to why I should quit. Um, but I just can't find it in myself because I know that that would go against one of my, one of my most important values, which is integrity. Mm-hmm. Not only integrity to other people, but to myself. To yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that makes great sense. And and I think that when you're feeling tired and when you're feeling like you want to quit, like you have to get to that point in order for in order for this to do what it's supposed to do for you. Not just 75 hard in general, but this whole idea of being consistent. Um, you know, if you're without that, you're not stretching yourself. So I do encourage everybody who's listening to to recognize that you don't have to do what Cody's doing. But you do want to stretch yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, if you are worried about, well, I want to make sure that I am able to show up and be consistent, uh, but you make it so easy, like, I just want to wake up every day. <laughs> like, that's all I want to do. Just wake up <laughs> right. every day. And you know right. what? I know some people who are, like, deeply depressed where yeah. that's actually enough to, to be a stretch goal for them. Yeah. Um, but if that's not you today, uh, just I wouldn't make that your stretch goal. But something. So I'll give you a quick example. I'm not as physically active as Cody by any stretch. Um, but recently I decided I, I wanted to do something for me just to be able to leave the house and put my children aside and just focus on me for a little bit to go work out. And now I don't do that every single day, but I've said it no matter what for myself that three times a week. Now, am I going to get the same results? Am I going to get the same stretch? Am I going to get the same resistance as Cody? Probably not. But that is something that I could realistically do, but it's still a stretch. So, mm-hmm. for example, this week, my husband's out of town. So I need to figure out who's going to watch someone for my children or watch my children for me while I go and do this. Because the way that my daughter's um, schedule works, she's not going to be home to watch my younger ones. It would be very, very easy for me, even just five months ago, to go, well, I'm not going at all anyway. It's no big deal. But because right. I've set that stretch no matter what, I'm finding ways around it and I'm just showing up consistently. And I didn't even say which days. I have some some scheduled days. But when that schedule doesn't work, I'm like, well, I can be flexible in there. It doesn't matter if it's three days in a row or it, for me, it was just three days a week. Just make sure you do three days a week, come hell or high water. And that's one of the things that I've recently started to do. So I just want you guys to hear that and go, okay, it, it can be with my business, for example. Are you going to... Are you going to post something on social media every day? If that's too much, if you if you know in a week you're not going to stick to that and you're just going to throw it all out, then start with something smaller than that that you're able to stay consistent with, even if it's a stretch. So maybe it's three times a week. You say, I'm going to do this three times a week. And I know it won't always be easy, but this is my no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back to um, your workouts. Uh yeah. You know, we're, we're talking about financial coaching, but it's, it, I have a, it'll all come into play here. Um, so going back to that, you know, you have an excuse, you know, your husband's out of town. You have a valid excuse as to why you couldn't do this, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that you lived into that excuse. 
and you just decided to take this week off, what would that do? How would that affect your next week? Well, it would be harder, first of all. <laughs> I'm sure the next week would be much harder. It would it would hurt more. Uh, but I also think that I wouldn't I wouldn't have some of that. I'm going to use the word pride, and I mean it in a in a positive light, because for me this this whole goal has been all about the process for me and not any specific results. So I don't have like a weight loss goal. I don't have a That's anything how- like that. It's been about like. I yeah. just, I want to show up for me to maybe be healthier. That's, that's, you know, in general, but I don't have a specific measurable thing except for the number of times that I go. <laughs> so, so I think if I decided to live into that excuse, like you said, nothing's going to happen in terms of, you know, weight loss or whatever, but I'm going to know that I didn't, I wasn't true to myself. I wasn't true to that commitment that I had made. And so I think I would be less proud of myself for doing that. Um, you know, over the last month and a half, that's where it's funny because they had like a challenge, which it was, it was like to show up 12 times in 30 days, which just happened to be my three a week. I had set up my no matter what before this challenge, but because they did the challenge, I'm like, well, well at least I can keep track of it. And then they had a prize or whatever. And it was the water bottle. That, that's all it was. Um, but it was funny because I was using the water bottle the other day and my husband goes, where did you get that? And I told him like, oh, you know, I, I want it for, <laughs> for doing this. And he's like, way to be consistent. Like it, for him, it was way more about the consistency than anything else. And I think, that's, that's, I keep showing up. I hate it. I mean, I don't hate it cause I keep showing up. Um, but I don't, I'm not comfortable in it. It's not me. I look like an idiot doing all the things that we're supposed to do. Um, uh, I mean, it's very, very vulnerable yeah. hour every single time I go. Uh, and yet I keep showing up and it's because I set that goal. And so I think if I just lived into the excuse, which like you said, would be very easy to do. I would be disappointed in myself next week. And that yeah, would and, and it, would, it would make thing. it it would make it harder to get that momentum back. Oh so, yeah, you know, for it, sure. It could turn into you know one week off, and then maybe you hit two workouts rather than three the next week, and then one, right. and then back to none, right? Like, right. And that's kind of the whole point is like we have to be consistent in order to be consistent. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, good point. And and something that you pointed out, which I'm super super happy that you said this because it's the same for me. Uh, and you know, we can take this and apply it to our business is you said, Hey, I don't have any sort of like weight loss goal or anything like that. It's about the process for me. And Mm -hmm. that's what this should be about. You know, this shouldn't be about how many clients, uh, you want to have in a certain period of time. You know, you can have those metrics. I don't think it hurts, Mm -hmm. but they're good measurements. The main focus, um, and not actually like growing through the journey and enjoying the journey and making it through making it about the process that's where you actually show up for yourself because you're not just focused on like this end goal you're mm-hmm. focused on the here and now right mm-hmm. and and, well, that's- and who I'm becoming in that process and and that's we've talked about that before you know with if you look at the 
the idea of outer rim is more like the, the what and the, um, like the actual goals. And the next one is the processes. And then the core is who we are becoming. And so for me, it really is about who I'm becoming in the process. And so the measurable part for me is that process. And then the results that come later on, that outer rim, if you will, um, that those results are, are just, I always just call that feedback. And it's the same way that I coach my clients. We don't start with their numbers and try to, you know, have this debt-free journey and goal and all that stuff. We start with who they're becoming. And in, then we say, well, someone who is this, what process do they take? And we use that process for the measurement. And then the other stuff is just feedback, even though it's totally measurable. <laughs> so, um, so I'm really glad that you picked up on that. And yes, we are talking about different things, but it absolutely can not only be applied to our business, like you said, Cody, but also to the way that we coach our clients to what I was just talking about a second yeah. ago. So, yeah. So let's, let's chat about some, uh, some ways to make this happen. Yeah. So, you know, some of the stuff we've already talked about on this show in different episodes in different contexts, uh, but having certain time blocks in your calendar that you <laughs> just set to where you're like, Hey, like, I'm not going to take calls during this time. Um, I'm not going to be distracted by, you know, if, if you have a job, um, I'm not going to be distracted by my job during this time. Um, I'm going to set that boundary at home with my kids and my, and my spouse during this time. You know, this is my time to work on things or to take action on things. Uh, so setting time blocks is a really, really powerful thing to do. Um, Setting up something called a power list. I don't know if we've ever talked about a power list before. If we haven't, we should definitely do an episode on it because it's really powerful. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. I think we have, and I think we also should do it again because we have new listeners coming in every time, and I know they're not all going back <laughs> to find out everything we've talked about. Um, and so I definitely think we should re-talk about that. Yeah. Before you before you go into the next thing, though, I just want to throw one thing in there. If you guys are setting those time blocks, like Cody just said, uh, one, of, one very simple thing you can do is use your do not disturb on your phone. Uh, actually, like physically just push do not disturb. It will keep all of those distractions away. And anybody that you think might need you in an emergency, just tell them that if it's a true emergency, they can call twice and your phone will allow it to go through. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that. But um, that do not disturb is a wonderful thing that is super simple. So go ahead. Power list. Sorry about that. Yeah. So all, all a power list is, you know, it's, it, it's not a to-do list. So I'm going to go into this and you know, don't think this is a to-do list because a to-do list is like, this is what I would like to do. And if it happens, then cool. And if not, mm -hmm. then, well, I can just push it off to the next day. Right. Um, a power list is more so of like, these are tasks that are critical that are going to help move you forward in life, whether it be your business, whether it be your health, whether it be your marriage, you know, it doesn't matter, but these are things like, you know, I just say, Hey, let's, let's list five things every day. Five critical tasks every day that we must get done, no matter what kind of thing. Uh, and work on them, you know, like make them a priority, right? And if you, if you make that powerless a priority, like you're living into your power, then you will receive that power back, right? Uh, so doing something like that, it's a simple process, but if you were to hold yourself accountable to it, it does become very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another thing. Um, and 
I feel like I have one other thing, but I feel like I'm blanking. Do, do you have anything? I, I do. Um, I think one thing that tends to trip me up sometimes when I'm trying to be consistent or especially if I time blocking or something, uh, is the outside stuff coming in. So that's where I, I solve that by the do not disturb. But I also have a lot of things going up on in here. And, and for those of you not watching, I'm talking pointing in my head. Uh, there, there are a lot of outside distractions, but man, there are some internal distractions for me as well. Mm. I'm, I'm a very yeah. creative person. I'm, I'm artistic. I, I just, I like to think a lot and I'm also, probably undiagnosed a little ADD, to be honest. So I think that uh, for myself, one of the things that's helped with that is to have somewhere that I can table those ideas because sometimes they really are great ideas. And I know that. And if I'm like, oh, this is a great idea and I just want to start running with it, I totally get off track of what I'm supposed to be doing. And so if I've started to um, have like just a note in my phone, or if you want to carry old school, you know, tablet piece of paper, you can, but our phones are always with us. So I just have a note in my phone that says like ideas for later or podcast topics for my personal podcast or whatever. And I just table those ideas. So that way I feel like I'm not going to forget it. It's there. And I can now refocus on the thing that I'm supposed to be consistently doing. So that is one idea. Um, that I had had. And then the other one is to recognize when you can delegate something. I know that, I know that that could be an entire new uh, episode, but I think when it comes to consistency, there's this, I don't know. I, I feel like there's this tendency for us to kind of think we can do everything and that we should be able to do everything. And if we can't do everything that we're not, uh, that we're not doing well enough. And I just think that that's unrealistic and I think that we need to recognize, let's stick to the things that either are uniquely in our lane, that like only I can do this, or I know I can do this really well, and I know other people who can do this part really well, and just be willing to delegate some of that stuff so that you can consistently stick to the things that you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the idea of having a space for the internal distractions mm -hmm. uh, because that that is something that is super super easy to throw us off course you know like we're, we're working on something and then something else pops up in our head and we're like oh i'm gonna change course and pivot and start right. working on this and then you're working on that and then something else comes up and you're like oh mm -hmm. That's another good idea. I'm going to make another mm -hmm. pivot. And then all of a sudden, like, you have three or four things that you're working on, but nothing's done. Yep. Right? Yep. And so that's a really, really valuable piece of uh, information that you just shared because I think that's a really common issue. I agree. I agree. And I, I know that it actually came up in one of our uh, Working Wednesdays once. And um, I shared with somebody about a product that I had found years ago. And it ended up being a fun product, not just for our marriage, but also for my kids to communicate. But the purpose of me buying it in the first place was what I just told you. And that is waterproof paper. <laughs> so it's actually for your shower because I joke that most of my great ideas come in the shower. And I think quite honestly, Cody, it's because I'm the mom of four and I never, ever have a time to just be yeah. by myself. Um, I'd love to say that all of my showers are totally by myself, but even those, like my kids will come in and, you know, they'll interrupt. 
but there's usually at least 10 minutes in there where I can have some time to myself. And that's where I start just to, you know, unload some of my thoughts. And so one day I'm like, gosh, I wish I didn't have all these crazy, you know, great ideas going down the drain. And I looked something up and sure enough, somebody had created a product for that. So it's a waterproof uh, pad of paper that you put in your shower and you can actually write on there. So uh, they have some that are called love notes. You can write notes back and forth to your spouse if you want. Uh, I had one in my kid's bathroom and they, it was so funny. They like would write, they would start a story and then continue the story each day. So it was just a neat way to see like their creativity yeah. and stuff. Um, but it, it came up in one of our working sessions on a Wednesday. And so I, the reason I'm bringing it up right now is because I'm like, I know that that's something that coaches struggle with. Like I got these ideas and, and I want to be able to stay consistent, but I don't know where to start. And I think sometimes if we just vomit some of those ideas onto paper, it helps us sift through them and know which ones are good ones to start and which ones to stay consistent in as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Great discussion. Yes, I agree. Thank you so much for uh, bringing this up too. I, I think, I think that, one of the favorite things I have about this is that we talk about things that are coming up for us personally in our businesses, in our lives. Uh, we also talk about what's coming up for our listeners as well. Uh, but obviously, if you guys haven't picked up on this yet, Cody and I do not script these. I'm sure that's a real shocker for you. Um, but we decide that, what we want to talk about, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's right. We we say what what's been going on. Has anybody any listener reached out to you? We kind of talk about some of those things. What's going on in our businesses, and then we decide what are we going to talk about today. And that's about as far scripted as we get. Uh, but I think honestly that that is what provides so much value because we know that we are, we're just being very honest and, and vulnerable with our listeners. And so I just want you guys to know, as you're hearing some of this, if you hear us go off topic or whatever, that's probably why, uh, but this is real life conversation that we're having. And we invite you into that conversation. So if there is a specific topic that you would like us to talk about, if there is some sort of issue that you're having with your clients or some sort of stuck point that you're like, I just don't even know what to do with this. We invite you to share that with us so that we can have that kind of open dialogue right here on the show, uh, either about you with your permission, or sometimes we actually just bring you on as a guest and have you kind of dissect that yourself. So if you're open to that, uh, that might be something fun too. But I just want to throw that out there because I don't think we've actually told you that in a little while. So um, I, anything else, Cody, before we close up today? Um, in order to stay consistent, you need to be consistent. Yeah. You know, the one thing that we didn't say, at least in this context, I know we tell them every single day, but one of the things that we know can help you stay consistent is the accountability from other coaches. And we do provide yeah. that in the Facebook group. Um, in fact, each week we, I don't remember which day it is, but we do ask you to list some of your goals for the week, your specific top one to three things that you want to get done for that week. And then we actually hold you accountable about six days later and ask you what you have done, what you have accomplished. And it is very interesting to see how many people do or do not participate in those. Um, but those who do actually get real life feedback and they are getting held accountable to those things. So I just want to encourage you to, again, jump into that group and use it the way that we are intending it to be used. Totally. All right. You guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. We will see you next week. We appreciate you. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.